5-Hour Energy is energy on the go. Well, what if you're not going anywhere for a while? Then 5-Hour Energy is for getting stuff done while you're stuck at home, like doing an honest day's work for your boss. Getting rid of old clothes. Oh, my old bell-bottoms. Scouring the grout in your shower. Working out on that old stationary bike. And so much more. Go to the store or order online at shop5hourenergy.com. 5-Hour Energy. Energy for hunkering down. Hi, Spring Training Alert. Are you sick of the first base job? So are we. So let's talk about something else. That's right, Brad. Let's worry about Troy Tulowitzki's slow start and Aaron Hicks's back injury. Yeah. It's two areas of concern that we want to know if we should be concerned about. I'm sure we all have different opinions, so let's get right into it. So uh, we're at the rip. What's going on with, with Tulowitzki? Well, you know, the Yankees have played 19 spring training games as of today, uh, and Tulo has kind of looked out of sorts. He's, you can say uh, that. He's not. He, now, the last couple of games, he's, he's gotten a couple of hits, and he's starting to make better contra- contact. You understand Tulowitzki's been out of the game for over a year. His timing's not quite there. I think the adrenaline was pumping his first couple of games, so that's why he was able to hit a couple home runs and, and make every make you know the Yankees Twitterverse go crazy. Uh, but that's kind of caught up to him. Things kind of slowed down. They've kind of gotten back into things, and uh, and now he's kind of struggling a little bit. Uh, I'm not too worried about it though, Brad. I, I really am not. He's a okay. Yeah, and I apologize. I'm, I'm just looking now. I went way off script. You're supposed to put Aaron Hicks first. I had Tulo and Hicks in my hand. I just went with one. Uh, but anyways, yeah, Tulo Witzke is, I believe, in Aaron Boone when he says it's a timing issue because it really is. The guy was out of baseball for an entire season last year. Uh, he, his swing looks good. His fielding looks good. He's got the right attitude. So mm-hmm. the only thing that's left is to just get his timing down. And, and you got to expect a guy with as much success in his career as him, he's going to end up getting that. That timing. Now, the only thing that might concern me is, is it a timing issue because he can't get around as fast as he can with his bat? I don't know. I don't know. And mm-hmm. I know that's what a lot of teams' concerns were with him. Could he still swing the bat as quick as he used to? But uh, mm-hmm. I'm not worried yet. I think uh, I think come opening day or maybe not opening day, but beginning of the season, uh, he'll, he'll find it. He'll find mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I'm not too worried about it. Like, like you said, his feeling is looking pretty good. He's made some pretty slick plays out there yeah. at shortstop. Well, uh, fortunately for him, uh, that is one of the few things that he can work on, um, you know, in preparation for this season. He was able to practice fielding and, and, right. and you know, you, you, you can do that. You can't face live pitching all the time, especially with the quality of pitchers that you face in the major leagues. You know, you won't get that until you're in a game situation. Now, the quality of pitchers he will start facing from here on out will be a little bit better. And he'll be facing the same guy one or two times. Um each game he plays, so you might see him make adjustments mid-game. It, it's it's a little bit different too at the beginning of spring training because he might get two or three at bats to start off, and each at bat might be against a, a different guy. Now pitchers yeah. are getting stretched out, so he'll actually be able to make mid-game adjustments. And I'm I'm really not worried about it. Yeah, sometimes you're not you're facing pitchers when you have a team that aren't even in the major league, so you really don't know anything much about them. It's a completely different uh, area. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I know we sound kind of like hypocrites because some, some guys were paying attention to how they're doing. Other guys, were, like Tulitsky, were not really judging. But I think Tulitsky is because of his circumstances and because we really need Tulitsky to be good. Uh, I think that's why we have to, we're have exercising a little patience here with him. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, I, would, I would expect him to be pretty average, barring injury. Um, you know, all will be fine. 
Like yeah. I said, he's a he's a professional hitter. He'll figure it all out. I'm so what about the other guys that are struggling then? We got Clint Frazier, DJ LeMayhew. What do you think about them? LeMayhew, I'm not too concerned about. I mean, he is changing leagues, and and he did play in course for the first half of, for the first part of his career. So maybe being in a different, you know, coast is kind of having an effect on him. It, it will take him a little time to adjust. Uh, but he's a professional hitter. He's a professional fielder. He's been able to play defense. He played first base today against the Blue Jays. Um, I mean, yeah. he didn't get any hits. He went over three. But you know, he's he's been able to play defense, and that's really why they signed him. The hitting will come around, just like all these other guys that are struggling, all these other professional hitters. The hitting will come around. They signed him for his defense because the Yankees are desperately in need of, of mm-hmm. good defense. And he's a Gold Glover. He is a Gold Glover, but he's also if you look at his past. He's actually been very good. At, uh, average hitter, and that's the Yankees. The, another thing the Yankees need. So because of that, I'm gonna say that he will be okay hitting wise, and he's just been perfect in the field. So that's it's, it's a plus right there. Mm-hmm. Now Clint Frazier is a completely different story. Uh, he came into camp with hopes of winning a job. Uh, now Boone kind of told him back off there, Sparky, um, <laughs> because uh, really there's really no place for him outside of an injury in the in the big leagues right now. So I think. Maybe Boone telling him that is kind of mess with his psyche because he's a high energy guy and he and he likes to be all out yeah. all the time. So I think being told to pump the brakes, even by Nick Swisher, because he's he's very outspoken like Swisher was when he, when he played. So um, I think being told to tone it down a little bit, maybe kind of you know mess with his head a little bit. I wouldn't be too concerned about it. The bat speed's still there. I've watched a couple of his at bats recently. He hits the ball hard. He's just hitting it right at people. He's got some tough luck, you know, at bats there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what I think when we talked about last time uh, or a couple episodes ago in spring training, I look more like how the bat, the ball's coming off the bat, you know, the results aren't as uh, important as, mm-hmm. is he squaring up the ball? Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem with Clint Frazier is he's, like you say, he's a very emotional guy. He's kind of, it, I hate to say it's in his head because of his head issues last year. I don't want to make light of that, but I mean, no the problem. guy can be a little bit high, and I actually like it. I, I actually don't like the Yankees telling him to tone down. I let, let the guy be who wants to be. The Yankees don't have any bad guys on their team. They don't have any mm-hmm. like characters on the team. They need someone like that. They need like a next wish, next wisher on their team. Yeah, so absolutely. I say they should just let him be himself, and he and he might still become himself. But mm-hmm. I don't like them to tell him to tone down. But yeah, nope. I, I think Clint Frazier, from missing so much time last year and being a minor leaguer before that, I think. He was kind of destined to start the year in the minors, even though he's had the right attitude. I mean, come in and right. take so, Gardner's job, you know. So what they should have done with him is not tell him he wasn't making the team. I think they needed him to play hard, right? Because because that is one a confidence booster for for him, and it also shows the fans and the team that he's not giving up. I think that was a little premature on Boone's part. The other thing, even though he he should be playing to make the team. Because all these guys should be playing to make the team. Yeah. Regardless of if they got a spot sewed up or not, they should always be playing to make the team. We want to be that first guy that gets called up, too, if there's any issues. Exactly. But the the thing that they should be doing with him is what they should have done with Greg Bird last year, is is put him in AAA, let him get his timing back, let him get comfortable again and get confidence, and then bring him up. They should not have done – they should have done that with Greg Bird last year, and they did not. And I think that's a big reason – why there's this whole first base competition right now? Because they rushed him back. They so, did. Well, we'll get to we'll get to that. But uh, oh, we've already been there. But anyways, yeah. with Greg Bird, he should 
yeah, he should be in AAA, mm-hmm. and they, they they screwed that up last year big time. Mm-hmm. So now let's let's talk about Bird and Boyd real real, yeah, real quickly ahead. because because you know they are both playing really good baseball right now, and the thing that really ticked me off, and Boone's done this a couple times this this preseason, this off season, this spring training, whatever, is he's made these kind of in, these like foggy comments. I don't know if foggy is the right word, but like. He's like subtle, comments. like subtle yeah, comments. Very subtle. Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. Subtle comments where it's like, well, I don't really see this as a competition. The, the right guy will win the job. It's clearly a competition. Shut up. That's what it is, yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, same <laughs> thing with, with, with Clint. You know, I don't really see him fitting into the point. Don't say that. You're you're because your players will feed off of that. And and having now I'm not I'm not saying I'm a, I was a great player myself because I wasn't, but um, you know playing the game and having your coach say something about you to, to the media, not that anything has ever been said about me to the media, but uh, I feel like that would be a big hit to my confidence. So even if I come in and say, Oh, I'm expecting to compete for this. The media is also saying, Oh, well, this is going to be this big competition. Um, and then you downplaying and say, Oh, it's not really. And, and that, I think that to me kind of is like, well, geez, did you really already have your mind made up before you even, you even saw me play? Right. You know, it's off-putting. And, but Boone and, is not very good at uh, kind of filtering his own comments, and uh, no. I guess it's a good. I guess it's a good thing he's not on Twitter, right? <laughs> yeah, right. So, so with that said, Bird and Voigt, they were off today. So coming into tomorrow's game, Bird is hitting 357 so far, which is really good. Yeah. And Voigt's hitting 280, which is solid. They both are pretty even in the in the offensive stat stat categories. So right now, there's no real clear cut. If, if you're looking at it from a, a pure competition yeah. standpoint and ignoring Aaron Boone's comments, they're pretty even. And, I think and, and, I think the difference is going to be how they fit with the team. And, and right. I don't know if that's where you're going now, but we talked about this earlier in the day. And I, and I think the reason why Boone is making these comments about for the first base job is that he, he they know they want the kind of player that Luke Boyd is in their locker room to start the season because mm-hmm. he helped elevate that team at the end of the last year with just his energy alone and, and mm-hmm. just his personality. Mm-hmm. And I think the fans feed yeah. off it too. And I, and I think that's what they want rather than a very much, very quiet reserved Greg Bird. They're mm-hmm. two polar opposites. They, they really are. And, and I told you, you brought that up earlier. Uh, we were texting and, and I told you, does he, doesn't he remind you of a Melky Cabrera a little bit? Yeah. He's a, I, he's a spark I, yep. plug. He's got the energy and, and that's great. And don't get me wrong. I, I really like Luke Voigt. I really do. And, and I really like Greg Burt. And, and I would love to see both of them make the team. Again, and I've said this a number of times on Twitter, and I've had people call me out on it. And, you know, Boyd's, Boyd, uh, Boone has hinted that only one of these guys is going is to make the team. I now, pointer. Again, yeah. so, so, so that's another one of those comments where I was just like, come on, really? Let them play. Let them let, – don't add one more thing for them to have in the back of their mind. Oh, well, only one of us is going to make the team. You know, let them play with the impression that they have a, a chip on their shoulder, that they're trying to both make the team, that, that they can both make the team, but they want the starting job. That's the prize in all of this. And that's what they should be focusing on, not which one's going to be cut or which one's going to be sent to AAA. You know, that, those are the kind of things that, because Boone's inexperienced, that he'll probably learn along the way. Uh, but like I said, I really want – I'm pulling for Bird. 
only because he's a he's a left-handed hitter. The Yankees don't have any left-handed hitters. He's got a really sweet swing, and if he's on, he's hitting to all fields, which is something that a lot of left-handed hitters, especially in Yankee Stadium, don't do. And Bird can do that if he's playing well. And I would love to see him fit into that Yankees batting order between uh, Stanton and Sanchez or Judge and San and whatever, whoever they got in the top of the order. Yeah. Somewhere between those two righties, at least until Didi comes back. Because right. they need that. They need that. And Hicks can't do that for you all the time because Hicks can hardly stay healthy. So you need someone that if Bird is able to stay healthy, you need that left-handed power bat. And, and I think Bird is the, is the right choice, in my opinion. But if they went with Voight, if they went with Voight, it wouldn't be a, a wrong decision either. Because he does have the energy and he can play. So this is one of the situations where it's weird because, yes, I want Bird to win the job because it's good for the lineup. But I'd almost be happy to be wrong. or it, It's weird because I'd be happy to be disappointed. Because mm-hmm. if Voight makes a team, he's just such a likable guy yeah. that I actually want to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. Luke Voight also hits the ball to all fields, which I think he's love. He likes going to right field. Uh, and ground balls, I think Greg Bird still hits it to the right side a lot. And actually not having a lot of lefty hitters on the Yankees lineup, actually, someone brought this up on Twitter a long time ago, is that the Yankees are actually a very hard team to shift on, which is kind of nice because they don't have – the only the lefty hitter they'll have is Hicks and Gardner, and neither one of them are dead pole hitters in, in the infield. Greg Bird kind of is. Uh, but either way, Greg Bird in between those guys, like you said, would be, the, would be a perfect fit. But mm-hmm. I would not be disappointed, and I actually would be kind of happy at this point. It's a weird mix of emotions. It, it have is because you, you'd hate spot. you'd hate to see Bird <laughs> sent down because of all the struggles he's gone through. You'd like to see something good happen for the guy, right? But you kind of want to see the guy go to uh, Triple A, have a lot of success to see his yeah, and then back, come right? back, come back hot. Yeah, I completely agree with that. But if he's hot right now and he's hitting the ball and and he's able to do it to all fields, and I I would say you got to go with the lefty. But again, like I said, if and like you said, if Voit comes out of spring training and he's a starting first baseman. I'm, I'm upset for bird because he didn't succeed, but I'm happy for Voight because he did. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's a very, like you said, he's a very likable guy. So yeah, there you go. That's our take on the first base situation. And that's the last you'll hear of it for a while until they name the starter. Probably unless something <laughs> crazy happens with that said, speaking of Aaron Hicks, cause you mentioned him a couple minutes ago, he is dealing with some lower back pain. Aaron. Yes. I can totally sympathize with you right now. I am dealing with some back pain myself. Except the big difference between you and me is you're actually good at baseball and you make you're making seventy million dollars. Craig's on the DL of his softball team. That's a big <laughs> deal. Yeah, they're hurting right now. We're trying to make a playoff run here. Yeah, they still paying you? Not anymore. <laughs> I mean, I've been slumping. It's not it's not pretty. I'm I'm not the same guy I used to be. <laughs> Anyways, so like I said, Aaron Hicks has been dealing with some lower back pain. Uh, he hasn't played in the game since March second. Uh, he's only played four spring games. And he heard it during batting practice. Um, so as of Sunday, he was stretching and doing some minor baseball activities. And Monday, they gave him a cortisone shot in his back. So, Brad, is this a cause for concern? Should Yankee fans and the Yankees be worried that their their star center fielder is a star center fielder? might not be ready by opening day? I am. All right. And, and I could be completely wrong because I'm not a doctor, but I do know that back pain is not something that goes away very quickly at all, if at all. And you're talking about a guy who swings very hard, who plays position where you're running the most out of the outfield. He has a cannon for an arm. That's all these things 
are putting a lot of torque on that back. And if you're coming into the season already getting a cortisone shot because of how bad it's hurting you, it's just going to get worse as the year goes on. And the Yankees don't have a very great backup plan for center field. It's going to be Gardner, and he, we all know how old he is. He's more capable of playing center field, but he's not the center field you want out there. Uh, no, and then you're going to hear people complain because they didn't go after uh, Harper because of this. But you can't plan on these things happening. All right, no, so you can't be mad at that. But I am very concerned about Hicks staying in the lineup this, se- this season. He dealt with some injuries last year, too. Uh, he, he is somewhat injury-prone. I wouldn't say uh, Ellsbury. Oh, Ellsbury is going to come save the day. You didn't know that? <laughs> but, no, he's I'm saying, this like, he's not, he's not, like, always injured. He's not the glass man like like Ellsbury. He he plays, and he plays hard. But, he, like you said, he, he plays a very physically demanding position. He's going to be at the top of the order. He bats from both sides of the plate. So, you're going to yep. have torque in both directions. He, he has a very herky-jerky uh, batting stance. Uh, he's a lot of movement there, a lot of running, you know. It, and like I said, I'm dealing with back problems too, and I've been dealing with this for two weeks, and it still hasn't gone away. It's going to take a while for something like that, even with a quarter-zone shot. So I'm slightly worried in the sense that he's not ready, but if he can come back and if he manages to stay healthy the rest of the year, then this this will be a moot point by then, by come September. Now, what would we all – I think – Every Yankee fan out there in, in the in the country would have to put a, a fist in their own mouth if Ellsbury comes back next weekend, this coming weekend, I should say, and is this opening day center fielder and plays well. I mean, which never really – I never understood that. We all don't like – we all – not just don't like, but we all are down on Ellsbury because of all his injuries, okay? But don't you want him to succeed? If you're paying this guy all this money, don't you want him to play well? I feel mm-hmm. like people would be booing him at Yankee Stadium, even if he played well. I have a feeling you're right. And 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 you're also right in the sense that you should be hoping that Ellsbury comes back. We're stuck with him, you know, whether we yeah, like it or not. You're paying him. Let, let him yep. play good. And, uh, and the Yankees are just well. going to – yeah, and they're not just going to eat 20-whatever-million 20, 20 dollars he's making this year. So he's going to play. If he's, health, yeah. if, if he's healthy, he's going to play. So if he's in the lineup – you root for him, and you root for him to do well. He's still going to be a fast guy. He's still going to be able to play center field. He's still going to get on base. And if he's healthy, he's still going to hit for 260, 270, and, and that's what you want. You want a center fielder that can at least do that, at least while your starting center fielder and Hicks is out. So yeah, I, I'm with you, Brad. I hope Ellsbury comes out of nowhere, and he just shuts everybody up and plays really well and builds up his value. And then we can trade him. <laughs> I've actually been, never been more excited to get Ellsbury back in the lineup because I do think this is going mm-hmm. to be a ongoing situation with Hicks throughout mm-hmm. the season. Now, if Hicks is dealing with this injury you and, and Ellsbury and Gardner are able to stay healthy, uh, I would see a platoon in center between Ellsbury and Gardner with yeah. Stanton playing a little bit more left field than he did last year, at least until Hicks can prove that he can stay healthy. Um but, you know, another option would be Clint Frazier, but we just talked about him, and I really don't see him playing center fielder. He's more of a right He'd fielder, be a little, yeah. left fielder type of guy. So, um, but uh, can Aaron Judge play center field? He said he's he could. To, he's talked about it. He's And, you know, he's a very good defensive player. He's got long legs, so he doesn't have to run very fast. But as, a, a, as a Yankee fan, I don't want Judge wearing himself down running around in center nope. field every game. Nope, because we want to have him healthy so we can make – 
that 10-year offer to him to be the face of the franchise and to be the next captain and to be the guy yeah. that you know everyone talks about as a as a first ballot Hall of Famer. So and then, there, and then the other option is Florio, uh, who has an amazing spray, and I'm so excited about that. But I yeah. still think he's got a long ways to go because he hasn't played a single A ball yet in his career. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's right. He's he's having a fantastic spring. Uh, he's hitting over well over 300. He's got the wheels. He's got uh, the glove. He can hit for contact. He can hit to all fields. He, hit, he showed a little flash of power. Uh, I'm excited. Maybe not. But did you know, know when Melky so. Cabrera got made uh, got called up to the major leagues, he had never played above single A either. You know, I, I did not know that. I found that out today. Well, so that's it, it that's happen. encouraging. It could happen, and maybe that's a reason why they have him still um, around with the the getting at bats because he had four at bats today or three at bats today. Is Melky signed anywhere? Yeah, he's with the Pirates. I would like them back. I know you would. He's, he's, <laughs> he's the one that got away, Brad. He's my boy. We trade away from <laughs> some loser from Arizona. Yeah. Anyways, um, no, I, I'm excited for Floreal. I think he could be – and if you watched the game the other night when they played the Orioles, Bernie Williams actually stopped by in the booth yeah. with um, – With Willie uh, Randolph. Willie Randolph, yeah. And I, I love listening to them talk. I just love listening to all the stories. That's a great I booth think. right there. Yeah, so they were actually comparing Floreal to a young Bernie Williams, which should only excite Yankee fans. Uh, oh, yeah. Because if he turns out anywhere near Bernie Williams, that's that's a blessing right there. And that's your center fielder of the future. And maybe that's why they didn't sign someone like Harper for 13 years and $330 million. Yeah. So, so uh, speaking of Floreal, you want to just do these quick hits real quick? Who's yeah. actually been playing good? Like we've done so much down news, <laughs> yeah, like I know, bad right? news. Let's start about some yeah. good news. Uh, yep. So you got, go ahead. Go ahead. Go go for it. All right. Well, Brett Gardner. You, you, like, reading, you like reading from scripts. I do. I do. <laughs> uh, Brett Gardner's been on a tear to start the season. In 18 at bats, he's batting 444. He's slugged three home runs, and uh, he's been he's been chatting it up in the in the dugout there with Judge. I think they're competing to see who hits home more home runs in this in the spring, <laughs> probably in the season two. Uh, but uh, I'm excited to see Gardner hit well to start the spring, and hopefully he can carry that into the season. I'd love to see him silence a lot of the doubters, thinking that he doesn't belong back on this team. Um, you know, it, it, it'll be good to have Gardner full steam ahead. Yeah. Uh, another guy that's been hitting really well, and this should be no surprise because he should have won Rookie of the Year last year, Miguel Andujar. Um, I think he, he took, he took an offer today. He did. He had a rough game today. Yep. But, but you know, he's been hitting so well that that only dropped his batting average down to 400. Uh, uh, which, yeah, right. Which, only which 400. It's yeah. just a clear indication. He hasn't hit a home <laughs> run yet and he, he only has two RBIs, but he's been hitting, he's been getting on base, been line drives, base hits, doubles, doing what he was doing last year. And, Listen, and I don't I'm, need him to make home runs. I don't want to make no, home runs. Just hit doubles. I, I, I last want, year. Yep, I want a guy, him and Glaber should not be hitting home runs. They should both be hitting for contact, getting on base. They have Judge, Stanton, everyone else in that lineup, Sanchez, yep. Voight and Bird. They can all hit home runs. Get on base, get your on base percentage up and be on base for those guys who drive in. Um, Judge, he went 0 for 4 last night against the Phillies, yeah. uh, but he has seven hits so far, and all seven hits have been extra base hits. That's crazy, yeah. right? I mean, he has not has had power. a single. We all know that. He has power. Yeah. He, he's and he's tweaked his swing. He's got no stride in his in his in his stance he's not this year. Up that front foot, yeah. Yep, he's trying to cut down. And this is what I love about Aaron Judge. He's cutting. He wants 
He's making a cut back and strikeouts. Conscious effort to cut down on the strikeouts, and because that's yeah. bugaboo, and that's what everyone wants to bring up when they talk about Aaron Judge being one of the best players in the league. Well, what about all the strikeouts? Well, he's doing something about it, and I really <laughs> hope he's able to do. I really hope he's able to cut him not in half, but maybe down to three quarters. Because yeah, the major leagues analytics, whatever you want to say. They're telling these guys, even with two strikes, they should not change their swing. They should still be trying to hit the ball with launch angle. He is actually going in reverse, and he's actually cutting down the swing of two strikes. He wants to make contact with two strikes, and I love it. I love it. That, that's, that's what the Yankees need. That That is a baseball player right there. That is someone who is who is making adjustments to better themselves. This is this talk about uh, people not adjusting and learning how to go opposite field to combat the shift. Is, is ridiculous. And, and Aaron Judge is one of those guys that would, would see where they're playing them, and he would learn how to not hit where they're playing him. And like you said, they can't really shift on Aaron Judge because he, when he's on, he's hitting home runs to right center field as a right-handed hitter. Right. But, you know, I'm excited to see Judge healthy for a full season, just like he was two years ago. I'm really hoping he can put up 40, 50 home runs. Uh, him and Stanton, I, I'm really excited for Stanton to have another uh, second season here in the American League. Speaking of Santon, he's heating up. He's had he's a couple bombs. <laughs> bombs. Yeah. Bombs. So that's a good sign. With him starting to hit home runs in the spring, and now his batting average is up to 320 this spring. I mean, again, these are all small sample sizes, but it's exciting to see these guys starting to get their timing down, starting to hit bombs. I would really love to see Stanton shut everybody up because he's kind of like the um, the black sheep of the Yankees right now. Everyone's Which making is weird. You look at his stats from last player. year. He had a he had a great year and he carried the Yankees while Judge was out, and they still say it was a down year for him, and I and mm-hmm. it drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. He had such a good year the year before when he won MVP that everybody was expecting yeah. him to duplicate that season. And and with that kind of expectations, um, with that kind of expectations going into um, a new league, new team, coming off of a trade is just absurd. So um, this is going to be a monster season for him and for Judge. If they can stay healthy, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just like licking my chops, ready to see all the home runs and, and doubles that these guys are going to hit. I'm, I'm, they have to great. stay healthy. They have and, uh, to stay healthy. Yeah. And the better that <laughs> other guys in the lineup do, like if Sanchez can get back to his normal self, Torres mm-hmm. and Andujar with the, now in the second year, if they do better, that's only mm-hmm. going to pull, take the pressure off Judge and Stanton more, and I think they'll do better. Absolutely. Now, you talked about Stanton carrying the team through uh, the judge injury. Uh, pair him with Andujar, because Andujar hit as soon as he came up and hit at the end of the season, except for the playoffs. Um, but It's a rookie. Right. But, you know, that's that's a good thing. What I want to see is I want to see him hit more, Go focus on hitting doubles again. And then the other thing I want to see from Torres is the same thing. These these guys, they're, they're not your prototypical power hitters, and they shouldn't be. They can, yeah, sure, let them hit 20 home runs, but they should be your on-base guys. They should be your contact hitters. They should be hovering around 300. Yeah, Because absolutely. the Yankees don't really have anyone to hit 300. I would so love you, to see a guy in the Yankees finish the year with a 300 average. And that's why they signed LeMahieu. But I think because he's going to be shifting positions so much this year, um, he's going to, be, going to be like Neil Walker was last year in and I think it's going to take him a while to adjust, especially since he's coming Unfortunately, over Unfortunately, that's Colorado. what it looks like. He's a big dude. And he is how big he was. Yeah. He's, I think he's like 6'4", but he's, yeah. he's, he's felt. So, he's a um, big guy. Yep. 
So with that said, that kind of wraps up our talk about the um, position players, right? I didn't, we didn't skip anything here. No, we're good. No. Nope. Uh, next time on uh, Chatter, uh, make sure you check out the next episode. We're going to be talking about pitchers and how they're doing in spring training. That's right. It's all about the bullpen. Uh, so make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Going through the whole the whole routine again here. Uh, find us on all the socials. Just search Yankee Chatter, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and iTunes as well. Same thing, Yankee Chatter. Keep it simple. Uh, and check out the website. You know, all the content in one spot or links to where to get to the other stuff. It's it's great. So with do that it. said, yeah, do, it. do it. Click that link. Um, but honestly, my name is Greg Andriano. That's not a lie. Uh, you can find me at GregAndriano05 on Twitter. And I'm Big Brad McCormick. I'm, I'm right. big, really. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of need to lose a little weight. And I'm <laughs> at BradOchatter1 on uh, Twitter. Uh, thanks again for watching. And uh, like I said, stay tuned for episode 15. We'll do pictures and spring training. And then another episode after that, we'll be getting to all these new rules MLB's doing. Exciting stuff happening here at Yankee Chatter. So much. So much. Packed. All right. Packed with content. <laughs> all right. Well, go Yanks. the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Five-hour energy is energy on the go. Well, what if you're not going anywhere for a while? Then five-hour energy is for getting stuff done while you're stuck at home, like doing an honest day's work for your boss, getting rid of old clothes, oh, my old bell-bottoms, scouring the grout in your shower, working out on that old stationary bike, and so much more. Go to the store or order online at shop5hourenergy.com. Five-hour energy, energy for hunkering down.